Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 631 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Keith. And um, he writes in response to my letter asking what are his goals and challenges in organ playing. He writes, uh, Vidas, thank you for sharing your knowledge and love of organ playing. My dream for organ playing is to facilitate the expression of worship in music with the language of harmony. What things are holding me back from my dream? One, my ignorance and lack of skill. Uh, in February, I dusted off my marginal four years of grade school piano lessons after 34 years. Two, realizing what a good technique is, what such technique should feel like when I practice and play. Three, practice method and discipline. What is the minimum of major minor scales versus hand-on finger exercises versus practicing a piece? I practice about an hour a day, some days twice that. Wish I could practice more. The mini course emails have been very helpful to me. I let them quay up behind each other and until I have a chance to fully consider each one. Regards, Keith. Uh, so Keith uh, has been a recent subscriber to our um, newsletter. And uh, his question is kind of uh, very interesting, right? Where do we start? Osha. Well, I wish to congratulate him first that, you know, after not playing for so many years, uh, he realized that he needs to do it. I think that's a wonderful way, you know, to, to get back to music. Yeah, we're recording this in the month of November. So he writes that in February he started playing again the instrument, right? Which is, which is you know, half of a year or so, more a little bit. Um, almost a year, I would say, closing to one year. So his um, dream of um, facilitate the expression of worship in music with the language of harmony, how do you understand it, Osha? Well, that's a very poetic way, you know, of expressing himself. Language of harmony. Harmony means uh, uh, connection and uh, science about the chords, right? Um, so does it mean that the harmony needs to be taken into consideration when Keith pl plays in a worship or so or what? 
Well, we, I think in this context, I would say that harmony doesn't mean, you know, that that what I teach my <laughs> school kids mm-hmm. about connection of, you know, of course, it's more probably about harmony in general as as overall understanding of music for worship. Uh-huh. How, how music harmonizes our souls, right? Yes, I think this is more what he meant, if I'm correct. Okay, so the things that are holding him back, the first is lack of skill and his ignorance. Obviously, after not playing for 34 years, you have to start someplace, some, somewhere, right? It doesn't always mean that you start in an advanced stage, most likely you start at the basics. Sure. But, you know, it's good that you don't start from the scratch because, as I understood from the letter, you had, you know, a few years of of school piano lessons, which is good because then it's easier, you know, to to remember what he have done you know, and for his muscles it's easier to remember what he has done and to practice and to improve in an organ. So to answer the first part of the question is like um, the skill will increase along with his experience. Uh, the more he practices, the more it will increase. Yes, it's it's very simple. You know, the more you will put in, the more you will get back. Mm-hmm. The second question is... Uh, about the technique, uh, what good technique feels like when when people play? I would say, uh, before you answer, Osha, I would say that it's very obvious. It's effortless. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. You know, if you sit down on the organ bench and you can play chosen piece without any hesitation and without too much of an effort and obviously fluently without mistakes, then I think you will know that, you know, your skills are good enough and that you are using good techniques and right fingering. So, so correct. I think um, uh, the technique will come also from practice. Um, and I think um, he doesn't have to worry about the end result right now. It just he has to uh, do the steps, do the process right now. Yes, it's ra- uh, um, like right now I'm working on the box prelude and fugue in G major BWV five forty one, and it has that nice opening in the prelude section. Very soon, one single line. But then, no later, after two lines, the whole texture appears and, you know, pedals come up and it's quite a thick texture. And I usually play, you know, that introduction at the right tempo, at the concert tempo, and then I have to slow down when other voices come. But, no, I dreamt that someday I will can play everything in the same tempo and I won't have to slow down mm-hmm. when the hard spot begins. And I'm getting close to it. And it's yeah, actually it's coming very gradually. 
mm-hmm. but it's it's sort of like a miracle all this learning process uh, to me I just played my recital last weekend so I'm also starting to pick up new repertoire for my next recital recording um, 10 step videos for people to practice alongside of, with me and um, I also noticed that when I sit down on the bench I know that I I can practice the first step but not the 10th step 10th step is way out of reach today but in a longer piece like like today I played uh, I played uh, five pages long uh, Allegretto by Vierne uh, it it, uh, it it is an intermediate level piece very nice harmony Vierne's uh, chromatic harmony and uh, I thought that I would need a couple of more days to to master this so today it felt rather good but tomorrow when I will come back I know that what I worked on today will be much less secure uh, and uh, and that's okay you need a few extra days uh, and don't rush things well and that's about the last part of the question about scales hand exercises and or repertoire practice yes how about proportion of how all this should be done i guess you know Half and half would probably wouldn't be a right way. I would I would do much less, you know, just simple um, exercises and more work on the repertoire. Because while working on the repertoire, you can solve also some of your technical issues, technical problems. And just playing skills and arpeggios and chords might be too boring. And, you know, you might to give up after a while. So I would say if you practice for an hour every day, do 10 minutes of of practicing skills and arpeggios and spend 50 minutes for working on the repertoire. Mm, you, so you mean like uh, one-sixth of the time should be spent on the technique, right? If you have only one hour. Yes, that's what I think. If you have three hours, then you can spend yes. more. But when um, one hour, yeah, it's it's not enough to to play the repertoire for for twenty minutes or thirty minutes. You know, you you have to to do more and at the expense of of the technical exercise, obviously. Hopefully, Keith can practice more than one hour per day if he wants to achieve um, better results from time to time. Yes, because you know, this art of playing organ, of playing any kind of musical instrument is time-consuming thing. Yes. Today I practiced, I think, for two hours, almost. Um, one hour and 15 minutes I spent on on that piece by Allegretto by Vierne and 30 minutes I spent, 35 minutes maybe I spent on improvising a fugue and that's not enough obviously I will 
practice at the end of the day my the rest of my concert repertoire. Yes, and people who are not related to music, non-musicians, we don't understand you know, the time that we spend actually working on our repertoire to get ready for our recitals. Like my cousin just asked me recently, why do you still need to practice? You know, you are professional. And I told her that, you know, if I would play the same repertoire over and over again, let's say I would have like 10 or 20 pieces that I would play entire my entire life and would repeat them over and over again, then yes, of course, I wouldn't have to practice. We would be, you know, alive all the time. But because I'm playing a different repertoire and still learning new pieces, so I still need to practice. Yes, um, and uh, and I mean that uh, you need to uh, to repeat each step that you're learning at least three times in a row without mistakes. Well, at least three times in general, not not uh, not uh, counting the mistakes. But imagine if you just sit down and play one step, whatever that step may may be at the current stage, either in quarter notes or in half notes, on or one line at a time, or maybe one one hand at a time, or just the pedals, whatever is your current goal with that uh, segment or that piece so if you just play it through what you're doing is you're basically just repeating previously mastered material uh, yesterday right you learned something yesterday you repeat it today and that's it you don't progress but if you play it one more time the second time you start to feel some a little bit of progress obviously not enough to advance faster but the second time is already i think uh, noticeable so i suggest you do it at least three times you do you feel that way osha yes i feel that way too each step i mean yes mm -hmm. So when you practice G major prelude and fugue uh, 541, you practice it three times as a rule, right? Yes, that's what I usually do. Mm. And the first time is always, you know, the, the worst. And the last one is the best. Mm -hmm. And if I would, let's say, I would come up the next day and I would be able to play right away as my third time, of previous day, I would feel very happy. But that only will happen when you are ready, right? When when you have repeated, I don't know how many times, a hundred times entire piece, Play, played, you know, all those steps, to totaling 100 repetitions. Well, I haven't counted them, but yes, I guess you need to do that, you know, because it's sort of, it's a... Not very hard piece, but it takes some time to learn it. Yeah, it's not very hard when you're playing in the comfort of your home. But if you are pretending to play in public, like at home, but uh, recital, like we do on Hauptwerk, or in a church, in different acoustics, also in public, then entirely different situation. So, yeah spend uh, spend at least three repetitions with each step 
that's 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 the minimum minimum to progress and only 10 minutes a day for technical issues if you're practicing only for one hour yeah all right guys this was with us and osha please send us more of our questions we love helping you grow and remember when you practice miracles happen this podcast is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online it has hundreds of courses coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing thousands of instructional videos and pdfs you will not find more value anywhere else online total organist helps you to master any piece perfect your technique develop your sight reading skills and improvise or compose your own music and much much more sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on total organist and of course you will get the first month free too you can cancel anytime if you like our organ music you can also support us on patreon and get free cds find out more at patreon.com/secretsoforganplaying